Hey everyone, and thanks for finding Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes. I'm Demetrius. And I'm Saeed. And join us as we talk about anime, manga, video games, and pretty much everything in between. And no matter what the episode's content, we promise that you'll have a good time hanging out with us. Without further ado, here we go. break from our schedule that we had set out for pre-recorded episodes to real quick just react to something that's going on in the world my name is wes i'm joined by my co-host demetrius nothing like playing some sports to some anime themes oh true and saeed what do you do what do you do what do you do what do you do so everybody we are recording this after the episode you're going to be hearing next week uh, but we're releasing it before, because kind of like with the Chainsaw Man uh, trailer reaction, we wanted to keep a little a little current. And as Demetrius uh, so nicely hinted at, we will be talking about certain sporting event going on right now, you know, uh, that was maybe supposed to happen last year. You guys, you Mario guys think, you and know, Sonic at the Olympic Games. Yo, true. true. <laughs> you can go... You can go and you can buy um, the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, but it's still 2020. And then I'm pretty sure there's like a separate Olympics video game that is, um, it still says 2020 on it. And all the branding still says 2022, which is funny to me, but also is just like, man, how much, I guess they're losing a lot of money anyways. By the void year. Yeah, the void year, bro. (laughs) But they couldn't have just like, it would have been funny if they just graffitied a one over everything. Um, <laughs> but, but beggars can't be choosers, I guess. There is a controversy going on. Uh, it would be it would be remiss of us not to um, mention what's happening. Just before we get into it, there are a lot of protests going on around these Olympics as to whether or not they should be happening, based off of the current global pandemic we're in and potentially the rise in cases that is occurring now what is it the delta variant is that what it is the delta variant yep yeah so everybody stay safe uh even if you're vaccinated be careful you you know trust nobody you don't know who's gonna be yeah you you could still get a breakthrough symptoms and just because you don't die doesn't mean you can't have long-term effects Mm -hmm. so hey be careful everybody and whether or not you think that the olympics should be going on based off of that that is not what we're going to be talking about today. So you guys can kind of breathe your sigh of relief that we're not touching on a political topic for this episode because this just are... in at six p.m. Yo, true, true. <laughs> we we will be talking about uh, something more in line with our brand, and that is uh, actually this is behind the scenes. This is kind of a last minute idea that we all had based off what we're going to be talking about because this is a I don't want to call it a watershed moment because you guys will probably agree most of the people watching probably don't understand 
what happened during the Olympics. Um, if you're listening to the podcast here, you probably understand what went down and what has been going down uh, concerning anime and video games. But majority of the general public, I think, Demetrius, you and I talked about this when it came to the intro music that I'm about to intro us to. Oh, yeah. Probably just thought, like, oh, that's interesting that that's playing, or, like, that's probably some interesting uh, pop song or whatever that's famous. But no. So we will be taking this episode to react to the Parade of Nations soundtrack, uh, to react to the ambassadors that the Olympics have set forth, uh, one of the artists or the artist for the Paralympics, and then just some of the soundtrack behind some of the sports, especially this women's 3v3 like half-court basketball that is now an Olympic sport, which is interesting in and of itself. Um, but first, perhaps the, the one that got everything that kicked off this entire thing, because the theme of this episode is our anime and video game subculture is now on the global stage presented to the general public it's that next step from is anime and our video games mainstream so the first thing is it was only a matter of time it was only a matter of time uh, the first thing is the soundtrack for the parade of nations and you guys saw i was spamming our group chat with highlights that i was catching oh yeah twitter was mm-hmm. going crazy too so just for Final fantasy twitter was going off oh dude here's i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> how pick, could you not i'm going to pick some of the more known theme songs and little pieces of soundtrack that were selected but for people that didn't watch the parade of nations um the entire walkout was just video game soundtrack surprisingly no nintendo or anything but that's that is what it is some highlights here we had the overture from dragon quest we had the victory fanfare from final fantasy proof of a hero from monster hunter frogs theme from chrono trigger winds of departure from monster hunter robo's theme from chrono trigger sonic got the starlight zone so saeed you weren't wrong when you said mario Mario and sonic let's go this is just this is just sonic at the olympics though um the main theme of final fantasy Heroes Fanfare from Kingdom Hearts, Brave New Stage of History from Soul Calibur, and the one that I sent to Demetrius, because this one pumped me up, the Olympus Coliseum from Kingdom Hearts. Which is insane. I can't believe they actually played that. Bro, if there was a video game like piece of music to play at the Olympics, yo, they got it, this right. It was right. that one. It was that they one. Got they got it right. right. You have all the athletes walking in to... A quote-unquote modern coliseum bro i was we we for listeners were very passionate about this i legitimately got chills i was like oh my god <laughs> like it, it was it's it's very it's refreshing at the same time i wonder if the like has this ever been done before because i know there's like those scenes from the olympics where it was like the soccer match and they were seeing the one piece theme i remember that that was during the yeah, World but, Cup. Okay, yeah, World but, Cup. And that was like a, but, that was like a, those were like fan videos that went viral on Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think Mario had a little bit to do with the Rio Olympics. Like they had maybe his Mario theme song and stuff, but this was legitimately like curated video game music for the Olympic walk-in, for the right. entirety of the Olympic walk-in. 
and it shows that Japan obviously like it's proud of its music it, that comes out of its video games and manga or anime I mean yeah mm-hmm. and it as it as it should be there's there's fans all around the world and I've been saying some of the best composers in the world do and uh, Japanese video game and anime soundtracks listen mm-hmm. to the Attack on Titan soundtrack it's, it's incredible a, it's a masterpiece Mm-hmm. Listen to any listen to any of the Final Fantasy stuff. Final Fantasy fourteen, that online game, insane uh-huh. with its soundtrack. I think it was Said, you might follow him too. Alex Mukala, that composer on YouTube we watch. Yeah. On Twitter he was like, This is a moment where right. people that say that video game soundtracks aren't real music, like you can't say that anymore. There is no argument. Mind. It's Wait, is this been... the is this the composer that reacts to like yeah. music pieces? Oh, okay. he reacts to music cool, cool. pieces and he starts like sometimes he plays the bass and he yeah, does his own remixes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, he actually he had a um, he's had multiple interviews. He had an interview with the guy behind "Bury the Light" from Devil May Cry. What? He, he had an interview with Nobuo Uematsu from Final Fantasy. Wow. Where and and the main composer for Final Fantasy fourteen and they like were the two react or the two composers were reacting to his remixes of their different songs. So that was just like Oh, that's pretty cool. That's next insane. level. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys listening don't uh wanna check him out, he's pretty cool. Uh Alex how do you say his last name? I think it's Mukala. Yeah, on YouTube. It's really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was just one of those, like, I mentioned it when I was kind of introing the topic, and Demetrius, you and I talked about it in a text group when we were talking about the Coliseum music, like the Olympus, Olympus Coliseum. But how many just, for lack of a better word, like, normies were watching this, and they're like, oh, that's a cool theme. Like, that's a cool Yeah, and not, and not realize, like, what they were actually hearing. Yeah. Right. It's when they ended and kind of ending this portion and transitioning to the next segment, because uh, this is going to be a little shorter episode because it was a last minute kind of idea on our part. When they spiel. ended when they ended the Parade of Nations with that end part of the Dragon Quest Overture, bro, I teared up a little bit. I was like, oh, oh what a way. And, and, and then and the fireworks it's, it's go off. Oh. True. It's one of those things, though, like you and Saeed were saying, you can't... People that say that video game and anime music isn't real stuff you you not only can you not say that anymore but it's much harder to or at least on a grander scale with video games coming up and anime coming up you have a whole new brand of composer that has to match different themes Mm -hmm. and and like visual storytelling outside of what is possible in a movie on a longer scale video games are what on average eight to however long eight plus hours long yeah i'd say like if if you're putting into like a triple a game like what ratchet and clank is bare like if you try to run through it as fast as possible like eight hours nine hours Mm-hmm. so i mean like so. they're in, in certain regards they're shorter now but you have to build an entire universe of music that has to fit every different scenario emotion what's happening on the screen people don't know what they're missing that's all i'm gonna say mm-hmm Go back and listen to our anime uh, OSTs episode because everything we talk about there applies to video game music as well. So that was incredible. And then the one little extra fun fact from our 
from our group if you've been following us for a little bit. Saeed, what anime uh, did we try to get you to finish for the longest time? Iron-Blooded Orphans. And it just happened, it just so happens, that the person who sang the ending theme, the very first ending theme for Iron-Blooded Orphans, sang the Japanese national anthem. I think they pronounced her name on TV as Misha, but the artist is spelled M-I-S-I-A. So, A, full circle. <laughs> full circle when it came to it. Missia? Uh, yeah, I don't know how yeah, to say that. I, I always said Missia. The, um, the American announcer said Misha. Ah, who knows if you can trust that, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's another dub. You never, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. never tell. <laughs> real life. Real life. And dubbing. another little weird fun fact uh, I just saw on Twitter. I posted it in our little group chat. The president of France tweeted, mm-hmm. like, shout mm-hmm. it oh, out. Oh, Macron? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. Oda gifted France as a nation uh, a drawing of One Piece. And the president of France shouted it out and apparently is a fan, which is wild to me. But then you I have went. friends and, in high I, places. Yeah, I delved into it a little deeper. Outside of Japan, France, uh, One Piece is most popular in France. Oh, do you want to give the really? do you want to give the shout out? We haven't had the opportunity uh, to mention it. Do you want to give the shout out to One Piece about its sales right now? Oh yeah, shout out to One Piece for eclipsing 490 million total sales in volumes, which is which catapulted it above Batman in becoming the second best comic book, second best selling comic book of all time, not just manga. There's only one man that we need to beat next, and it's Superman. And after that, <laughs> and you know, you know what's even crazier? With I think about 10 million more sales, he's uh, Oda as an author for his uh, body of work is going to eclipse uh, J.K. Rowling. Oh wow! Yeah, he's yeah, gonna do it. Tear down, tear down Harry Potter land. Even though I love it, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and put up like a Universal Studios One Piece. Am I right? Oh, Japan. Japan Put, instead, of, like instead of Disney, I think it's actual Hollywood Studios. Instead of having the giant Mickey hat, the magic hat, put a big straw hat. Oh, Just whoa. tear it down. Let's get it. Oh, uh, yeah. That's I was actually... also going to say, uh, you guys were talking about the opening ceremony music. I know a lot of One Piece Twitter are waiting for We Are to start playing. I'm oh. hoping they close out the Olympics with We Are. You know how cool that would be? If they it close be, the Olympics That would be world-changing. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Like, it's a whole global event coming together. One Piece is about coming together. The first and, theme is about that. It makes sense. And it's actually a good segue right there because let's talk about the ambassadors for the Tokyo Olympics. Oh, technically, yes. this was, technically, this was announced when they were assumed to be going on in 2020. But, you know, the ambassadors are just like some little names. Um couple people from the pretty cure series i've never heard of uh a little guy um from yokai watch jibanyan jibanyan however you want to pronounce his name uh a little person named sailor moon you know she's fighting evil by um what is it by moonlight winning love by daylight i don't know if you call uh, a little but <laughs> uh a, a, a little person that you know we we said may have influenced the um the anime and manga industry by by the name of um you know Astro Boy. Uh Shinchan from Crayon Shinchan. Uh Naruto, you know. Uh, you know what it is. Goku and you know Luffy. So guys. Just just Ichigo. little names. Yo, he said indeed Yo, again. No Ichigo. 
Bleach stays getting disrespected. Yo, yeah, like there's no Ichigo anywhere. You know what here. I'm surprised about? Why is there no Pikachu? Dude, so this was really interesting to me in thought. I thought I saw that Pikachu was an ambassador, like announced a while ago. And let me double check. But one of our friends, Amonet, brought up maybe Nintendo didn't want to be like associated with this because of all of the protests surrounding uh, the Olympics, right? And that and that uh, sounds like a Nintendo move. Yeah. Yeah, the family fa- family friendly brand. Um. Cease yeah. and desist orders. Family friendly. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what it is. You know what it is. But let's. I I was joking if people couldn't tell about the impact because Pretty Cure, even though I'd never watched the series, I don't know who these two are. It's a it's kind of that seminal magical girl every year type of series that's beloved in Japan. Not yeah. only did they have video game music and anime music. The ambassadors are some of the most well-known anime characters of all time. Bro. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> kind of yep. wild. You can't ignore it anymore. <laughs> it's, this is, uh, when people try to tell me, well, mainstream is such a subjective point of view, right? Like, the argument definitely exists that anime has become quote-unquote mainstream in America. But when people try to tell me that anime is, like, mainstream, mainstream in America, like, it's finally made it, I'm like, yo, look at Japan right now. Even though it's where anime has come from, like, I don't think there is, especially it's in newer... It's not at that level, no. It's yeah. yeah it's, it's there's nowhere. There's, yeah. yeah. There's nowhere like, near that level. It's not what? airing on TV during, like, prime day hours exactly. on big channels. Right. Mm-hmm. But I will exactly. also say that... Uh, with the whole mainstream argument, as far as the comic industry goes in America, manga is the mainstream. Yeah, People it dominates in America graphic read novels. More manga than they do comic books. Uh, I mean, that's a whole nother podcast, but for you know, good reason. Yeah, right. how many people are going out and buying Marvel comics rather than just watching the Marvel movies? Like, right? Have the Marvel movies hurt the comic industry or helped the comic comic industry? Tune in next time to find out. No. <laughs> <laughs> not actually next it's, time it's so much bigger but... it's so much bigger though like the movies yeah everybody talks about the movies it's it's very easy to like for that to act as a gateway versus like the comic books where you have 20 different versions of spider-man you would mm-hmm. oh, we can we can save this for whenever we do do i got stuff to say about this but it's a little off topic yeah i mean just look at look at the the monthly top like literature charts in the comic book and graphic novel section my hero has like dominated for a while uh it might have it might have been the top in one of the last couple of months if i remember seeing that correctly but another thing i'm trying not to go off on tangents but it's really hard not to there's like there's an added benefit if you read a manga that you know is getting an anime you can see it animated you don't always Mm -hmm. get the same thing from a comic book perspective yeah, how many times have people been asking for like, uh, Batman Hush or like Batman Who Laughs or something to become a movie? And we're not yeah. gonna get right. that. Like Batman Beyond, as an animated series, even getting a live action movie, like we we might not get that. Like there's just so many iterations; they're not continuous stories in so many. I love stories. that. I love that cartoon, man. Oh, Batman was so Beyond was good. the stuff. 
That's my favorite Batman, bro. That's who I played as in the uh, Arkham Knight game. Anytime I got the suit. The suit was very cool in Arkham Knight. But, yeah, it's just, again, on a global, because with the theme of just what we're passionate about and what so many of you guys are passionate about, being on a global stage, like, it is nuts to see the Ambassadors just being seminal, like, tentpole anime and manga characters. So when Korea when Korea eventually houses the Olympics, it's just gonna be BTS. Yo, BTS and Blackpink. <laughs> Boom. It's gonna be, it's <laughs> and gonna be a Pink. big K pop concert the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, not a terrible idea, honestly. Uh and that kind of brings us to the last thing uh that I think was actually just today, as of the time of us recording this. Uh and I'd be interested to research to see if something like this has happened amongst the other sports and we can even talk about some of the other sports that could have this happen uh during the women's 3v3 basketball event as team japan was being introduced the opening to slam dunk was playing that was their walk-in music hello that's so cool that's pretty cool i still haven't seen slam dunk but that's pretty cool I saw people on Twitter saying if a team ever came off, came out to Sephiroth's theme, <laughs> it'd be pretty Yo, cool. true. True. Yo, Very true. G- going back to the beginning before we talk about these anime OPs is like walk-in and background music. People were assigning like what country was going to win what gold medal to what song they walked into. They were <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> Armenia walked into like proof of a hero from Monster Hunter. Like there's no way they can lose. <laughs> which i mean the i i i'm going to butcher his name um actually no i will i i, I don't think i will like ahmed hafnawi from tunisia who almost didn't qualify for swimming he was like point one four seconds away from missing qualification like that's how much faster he was than the guy that would have qualified over him Huge upset and won the 400 meter freestyle. He won the gold medal in that. I need to see what music Tunisia walked out to for this man mm-hmm. to, pretty cool. to to come from all the way very last person, almost didn't qualify, to getting the gold medal. What music did Bury Tunisia the light. walk out to? Oh, yo, that, is very the light. Anime. that is very anime storyline. Yo, and, I mean, Super the, first, the first skateboarder or the first skateboard gold medal went to Japan. Um, I think initial D. Do true, true, make racing an <laughs> Olympic sport, but it's just again it it ties back to what we talked about in the beginning. The fact that you have, and I'd have to do research to see if this was in any other sport, but an anime theme song playing as your walk-in music, like your team, your national team introduction music for basketball. Like, we've talked about how influential Slam Dunk was as a series in Japan. But could you imagine if, like, the volleyball team came out to whatever if, if the most Hi-Q, beloved Haikyuu theme? Yeah, if it comes out to Haikyuu, I'm going to be hype. I'm going to lose my mind. That would be that'd be nuts. Have the cycling come out to... theatrics uh, to these events, which is pretty cool. Yeah, like, again, how many people watch... I mean, I don't know how many people are watching. No offense women's 3v3 half-court basketball in the olympics 
But how many people watching it heard that song and they're like, oh, that just must be a, a popular uh, song in Japan right now. Right? Right. Like, mm-hmm. right. it's it's mm-hmm. surreal. It's surreal to see stuff that we've talked about and stuff that we like and stuff that a lot of other people like and has gotten recognition within the community and then branching outwards from the community suddenly make that jump to next level global stage you know mm-hmm. so just just overall thoughts anyone have any any final thoughts when, on that when was the last time that japan actually held the olympic games have they oh, ever a long time ago like 50 some odd years ago maybe more wow jeez i mean there was the meme um there was the meme uh, from Akira or Akira, however you want to pronounce it, where the Olympics were supposed to be in 2020 and got like canceled or something, and it was like post-apocalyptic oh, yeah. world. Mm, mm. Oh, did you mention the JoJo Paralympic piece? Oh no, 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 I didn't. Thank you for thank you for reminding me. Everybody, Google it because I would buy an art print of this. The main artwork for the Paralympics was done by Hirohiko Araki who is the mangaka for Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, which the after like eight years or however long this current part has been going, it's about to end. This part. I don't think it's the end of Jojo. But, yeah, how cool is that? Like, Yeah, the art pr- is dope. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, oh man, it's, it's such a weird feeling in a good way because we have, like we talked about, the music from video games and anime. We have the representation, the representatives, the ambassadors from anime, and artists putting their stuff out. For people that don't know, Araki was the first mangaka, maybe the only mangaka still, to actually have art featured in the Louvre in France. Mm. But it's France is sounding like a pretty big uh, anime subculture over there. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the French, bro. They helped us in the revolution. They're they're helping spread the oui. anime word. We oui, we, oui. uh, so it's just again one of those things that's like how many people look at this piece of art for the Paralympics or whatever, and are like, oh, that's just cool art, but then when you look deeper, how many people are like, oh, that's uh, a gold experience headband that the person has on, or that's Dio from Steel Ball Run, running. You know what I mean? Like the, he put so many JoJo's references. Which is funny because JoJo itself is always referenced. Yeah, is that a <laughs> is that like, a JoJo reference? Like one of the runners, one of the or no, one, yeah, one of the Paralympic runners has a Killer Queen sticker on their prosthetic leg, has the stone mask as a headband, like a hairpiece, has gold experience as a hair tie. Meanwhile, the other runner, the person's running against has looks like dio has the world as like hardware on his prosthetic legs um aerosmith or i don't know what the english name for aerosmith uh from part five is like flying with them as they're Mm. running Hmm. it's incredible like this whole olympics has been one big jojo reference (laughs) one big jojo (laughs) reference Like, it's just been an experience uh, for me 
and I imagine for you guys and hopefully for the listeners out there that did and didn't know that this was happening, uh, it's been an experience to see what we're so passionate about and what we love make that jump to global recognition even if people aren't recognizing it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's really cool it's, to it's, me. It's a, it's a pivotal moment. It's a global shift. Mm-hmm. How many people are about to be like, hey, I want that. What's this song that they walked into? There's going to be one kid out there that's like, oh, what's this? What's that song that country walked into? And it's the Dragon Quest theme. Or it's one of the songs from Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy or Monster Hunter or Sonic or Ace Combat or the pro soccer games. And they look it up and they listen to it and they see it's from a game and they're like, let me try that game. And then they're hooked on that franchise for life, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's an actual five-head move for Japan because this is a... Five-head, bro. You said five-head, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a geopolitical move where you have your country's culture, export that your culture into another country's culture, and then have the other country fall in love with your culture. It's, it's like, true. It's a, it's a, it's a that's tactic. That's what Korea it's, did. Yep. Yeah, that's what Korea did really well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's setting a new a new bar in terms of what you can do. Because how many people joked, too, as we wrap this up, how many people joked that when the Olympics were announced uh, for Tokyo 2020 slash 2021, like, oh, it's just going to be all anime, all video games. But no one actually probably <laughs> thought it was going to happen. Right. Yeah. And then That's next thing point. you know, next thing you know, they start the opening ceremony on NBC with a composer and like a highlight reel of all of the best Olympians before an actual walk-in starting to compose the opening to the Dragon Quest overture. Like what? Wow. It's it's yeah. just nuts. And then hey, people I mean, probably how many times have we said people probably watch that and were like, "Oh, that's a cool song." That's true. That's true. I mean, even with with Japan like exporting its culture and everything, if it's it's kind of a really cool concept that if everybody in the world or at least more countries recognize a certain type of thing you get more of a like a beneficial idea of that country because oh yeah they make Mm -hmm. this it's almost like a a mini step not only towards like cultural exports but you know we've all been to an anime convention it just seems peaceful Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's very warm good old social globalization that it's just special oh and real quick fact checking uh based off the prior question so the summer olympics were in tokyo in 1964 the winter olympics were in 1972 and uh the winter olympics again were in 1998 in japan wow so the last summer olympics for japan was 1964 damn jeez it's like a year older than my dad or so, younger than my dad. Calling your dad old? <laughs> <laughs> Saeed's like, maybe. Maybe. But, we'll but yeah, that's it's crazy. Any 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 closing thoughts here before we before we sign off? We're only getting bigger. That's what's gonna happen. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh buy low, so hop on now. <laughs> it's only gonna go up from <laughs> here. Yeah. <laughs> Saeed slipping that stock advice in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
with that being said, everybody, we hope that you have enjoyed our discussion on kind of the way we feel about some of the stuff that's happened during the Olympics. Not protests or anything, but the music, the spectacle behind it all, the integration of anime and video games into the mainstream culture there. Uh, and we hope you guys think it's as cool as we do. Again, we had something completely planned differently, something completely different, I should say, planned to come out this week. Uh, but we just wanted to really quick get our thoughts out on what we were kind of seeing going on on TV, on social media, within our general community. Thank Bruh, you all for listening. Somebody, somebody started ahead, their Demetrius. lawnmower up. I swear. Dog. This is the biggest enemy of this podcast. Time. Shout out to the boy, Jim, because he texted me after he listened to last week's episode where someone was mowing my lawn and was like, you guys are in the lawnmower arc right now. Bro, oh, we true. are in the lawnmower arc right now. We can't escape it. We can't escape it. No matter what off day we try to record, off time we try to record, always Oh, yeah, we're recording not even on our regular time. What is going on? Yeah, regular that's what time, I'm saying. I'm day, like, bro, bro, how? How? They know. They know, but we'll defeat them. Every listen, every listen gives us energy to overcome these lawnmowers. So, you know, you can follow us at social media. Put your media. hands up in the sky. We'll build True. a big uh, spirit bomb. <laughs> spirit bomb the lawnmower, dude. <laughs> yup. In, We're coming of the, for you, John Deere. Instead of the farmer with the shotgun, it's the neighbor <laughs> with the lawnmower, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My name was Wes. This was Demetrius and Saeed. You guys know what to hit me. To be continued. Bebop don't stop. Peace. <laughs>